Well, hey there, and thanks for tuning into this week's episode of Conversate. Unfortunately, we had a technical difficulty again and recorded our video in the wrong file format, and it just won't play. So you get an audio-only version today. You don't get to see Pastor Kevin and myself, Pastor Aaron. However, you do get to hear us engage in this conversation about discipleship, uh, both being disciples and making disciples. So here goes. Welcome to Conversate, our podcast where we engage in conversation. On this week's episode, I, Aaron Gerke, am joined once again by my friend and partner in ministry, Kevin Bender, and we are talking all things discipleship. So our theme uh, this week is follow me, go and be disciples and disciple makers. A lot of you uh, may be familiar with those terms, but for some of you, it, it, it may be new terminology. And so we're going to talk through these things again and uh, talk about our own journeys with discipleships and the joys and struggles. We really hope you enjoy it. Hey, Kevin. Hey, Aaron. What's well, uh, good to see you again? Good to see you as well, man. Uh, yeah, well, thanks for being gone so I could uh, chat with Bryant last week. Yeah, that was great, man. I, I listened to your chat with Bryant. Did you? Yeah, it was, uh, that was quite a tale about uh, the bike, uh, oh my bike goodness. experience. I know, I know. Um, yeah, there was a lot, that, a lot that could be sad, or a lot that could be said about, about this whole... I mean, the, the image tied in really well from this following to Bryant paying for my right. rental bike, you know, I mean, yeah. yeah, the story can, can preach itself, I think, you mm-hmm. know, so, mm-hmm. yeah, it was fun. You've done some mountain biking, haven't you? A little bit? Uh, a little bit. I've gone, well, I guess before I moved up here, I went like trail biking, mountain biking twice with some friends from Camp Luther. Okay. Um, and then, uh, yeah, had a bike, uh, generously lent to me, uh, last summer, used it twice. Uh, I got really sore both times I went, uh, and it's got a flat tire now. Oh, I know. So, I gotta, I gotta sort that out and get yeah. back on the trails. You should. We, we could go together. Yeah. That'd be fun. Um, yeah, so you you and your family took a little, little uh, short little vacay, I think, kind of. Saw mm-hmm. some family and stuff, so, yeah. It's good to have you back in town. Yeah, good to be back. Awesome. And last week you were talking to Bryant because you were in the topic of discipleship, right? Yeah, I mean, I suppose in the podcast maybe we 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 jumped the gun a couple of times. I mean, we're we're doing the sermon series, right? Follow me, go and be. So that very first week was just kind of in this concept of um, we're, we're trying to set the stage uh, about the fact that Jesus says, "Follow me," mm. and while following Jesus, we have the opportunity to, you know, be his people and live according to the commands he's given to us. I, and I think it's just an important, I think the reason that we're doing the sermon series and we're going to carry this theme through is I, f- I feel like a lot of people forget the last part of the the Great Commission where Jesus says, I will be with you always. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah. I think a lot of people think, okay, Jesus said, go and make disciples. And now it's just like, I'm all on my own. I don't, and I don't know what I'm supposed to do, and I don't know how to do this. I mean, Jesus, why'd you leave me with this task? But yeah. the reality is that Jesus actually goes before us into these places. He's already 
working um, in, in the hearts and the minds of the people that we will communicate with this day. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. the people that we will interact with. He's already working in all those spots. So that's why he says, follow me first. Mm. Right. And as we follow him, then we have the opportunities to, to be his people and we'll be more attuned to those opportunities. The more that we follow Jesus, I think we'll be less attuned to the opportunities if we think that we got to do it all by ourselves, because mm. then we'll be overwhelmed and we'll think I can't do this. And then we'll just kind of sink back into yeah, our and, own, and our own devices yeah. maybe, and maybe even the way, you know, even if we were to take the task super seriously and yeah. just, even if it was this overwhelming way, just be like, I got to shoulder it. Yeah. You know, like I feel like the approach that we would have with others like who we would want to share jesus with probably wouldn't really be like the best approach yeah right because uh what are you thinking like a used car salesman approach yeah yeah (laughs) car salesman or uh you know i mean i think back in the day there were some kind of like uh like pretty intense you know like hey if you were to die tonight oh yeah you're gonna be yeah you know it's kind of like oh geez yeah (laughs) like like fear tactics i don't know if used car salesmen use fear probably like you gotta take advantage right now you're gonna regret it yeah 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 and uh i mean certainly there's that sense there's that urgency of the great commission but i think when it comes to the manner in which we share jesus it never has to be something of like it's it's not compulsion no right it's I mean, Jesus, Jesus sells himself. Yeah, <laughs> you know? Right, right. It's uh, a product you can get behind. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, so, so the, you know, that was the first week, just this kind of concept of follow, follow me, Jesus says, and, and as you're following me, um, we'll, I'll open up these doors for these opportunities. And now each week through the sermon series, we're, gonna, we're adding a tagline or a, a topic or a place, you know, at the end of, you know, follow me, go and be, fill in the blank. And so this first one is go and be disciples and disciple makers. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think on this podcast, I mean, you know, we've been talking about discipleship. I think those of you who have been listening are probably have picked up on these themes, you know, over and over again. Um, And and so in in my sermon, I kind of started in this place of, you know, talking about how I have a disciple and I've been discipling people and we've had this discipleship group. But then I intentionally stopped and said, well, let me just slow down for a minute because some of you are even wondering like, all right, I just don't, I don't even know what the word disciple means. When I hear the word disciple, I literally generally think those, tw- those 12 guys okay. who hung around with Jesus. You know? And that's and that's even because you were raised in the church. Yeah, right. You right. Know? You have at least got a basic biblical knowledge. <laughs> yeah. Know? Somebody in the in the world has no idea even about who those guys yeah. are. Yeah, and even even for me, I'm still keeping that word kind of long in the past, like associated with those individuals, oh. not necessarily for like myself. a present day. Yeah, or a present day term. Oh. I mean, I don't really use the word disciple in any other context or conversation generally yeah right yeah and i and i would i would say the same i mean like i have been discipled for the last almost five years now and been trying to put this into practice in my own life and it's only finally like starting to feel like natural like oh this is a word i can use and put into practice mm-hmm. you know and i've been trying really hard to put it into practice and talk about it a lot so i can imagine there's a there's quite a learning curve there but speaking of the word learning, that's exactly what the word disciple means, a mm-hmm. learner. 
Um, and I had somebody after church on Sunday say, I mean, it's a very faithful Christian person that, that said, you know, she said, I've struggled to understand this concept of disciple. I mean, the same way that we're saying, like, she just said, I, I didn't really know, how, I, I don't know how to apply it, but when you said it meant learner, mm-hmm. and you gave that example of teacher and student, that it, it totally makes sense. It makes perfect sense. Now I, I get it, you know? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I, I guess I'm glad we slowed down and, and did some of that. But I think that'll, I think that bears repeating throughout, maybe throughout this, you know, sermon series. Just disciple means learner. <laughs> yeah. Well, even for me, like when you broke it down in your sermon, like I don't know that learner was, it, like if someone told me to define a disciple, again, I think I probably would have said something like, well, it's someone who like, Follow Jesus, you know, but that's yeah. still kind of ambiguous instead of, you know, this more specific learner, yeah. you know? And uh, so that's kind of nice. I like that. Uh, well, that definition is helpful in understanding what a disciple is. And it also makes a little more sense of than what it looks like to be a disciple of Jesus. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, so like any other learner, I want to, I got to learn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, but, but then I made that connection also intentionally in the sermon, like, it's not. It's not just. It's not just head knowledge, mm-hmm. right? It's not just learning information. It's actually doing something with it, mm-hmm. right? So, uh, I don't. I don't know how I got there, but last night I was watching a, a, a YouTube video of this guy and his wife building a little uh, cabin on their property, uh-huh. mm-hmm. and it was like a how-to video. I mean, I really want to go build a cabin now. I don't know that I have the property to, you know, I don't have any property to build a cabin on. But, uh, you know, so it's one thing to just like, mm. I now know some information. But until I actually do something with that, like, mm-hmm. I'm not a cabin builder. I've watched a YouTube video about cabin building. Sure. Right? I think that's just the, that's the, there's a big difference there, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, to actually be a practitioner of something or just to be an observer you know, and I think we we even talk that way about following Jesus. You know, like do you actually do you actually follow Jesus? Do you actually listen to his voice? Do you, are you actually like going where he's going, mm. or do you follow him like you follow somebody on social media? You know, just at a distance, like check in and be like, oh, I wonder what he's doing. I wonder what he's you know, and then be like, okay, cool. Now what did everybody else say? You know, right, right. Um, even to have that kind of vibe of like. Oh, that's interesting. Like you hear something that Jesus said, and it's like, oh, well, that's an interesting idea, yeah, interesting thought. Yep. But that that doesn't really come and live with you. Exactly. Shape how you're being in yeah. the world. I think too. The other thing about learning, and this is something that, you know, I, I guess I'd be curious to know how in different fields they try and put this into place. But they say you know the best way to learn, the most effective learning that you ever do, is when you teach. Yeah. Yeah. Which feels really, like, ironic, you know, like, if you're trying to be a learner, normally I'm not thinking I should teach. Normally I'm thinking, like, well, no, I'm not in the place to teach yet. Like, right. I'm just a learner. But really, if you want to learn something, they say that is the best way. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, uh, after church on Sunday, I, I said to a, to a guy, uh, an, old, an older man um, that had connections to Michigan Tech, I thought at some point he had been a professor. And, and I, so in my sermon, I talked about, like, you know, I told people to think of who their favorite teacher was, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I just went up to him and jokingly said, you know, if I had ever had you for a teacher, you would have been my favorite. And he goes, I never taught. I was in research my, my whole career. I said, oh, 
but you still talk people. So I said, but I bet you still talk people things along the way. And he goes, well, yeah, of course. Like, but more on like one-on-one situations, you know, mm-hmm. like teaching skills or so. Yeah. I mean, even though he was in research, it wasn't just gathering information. He had interns and student workers and you're always, you know, you're taking what you're learning and teaching somebody else how to do that thing. I just, the more that I think about this, the more I, the more I'm like, well, of course, discipleship in Christianity. Why, mm. why would we not? Like, why is there, why is that not an, a big intentional piece of what the the church is? Mm-hmm. And, and I think we're trying to make it more. I mean, that's what Jesus did. And, and that's how the church, that's how the church grew and the church spread was disciples who made disciples. Yeah. Well, there was a phrase you used there too, like to talk, when you were getting on that notion of, you know, why wouldn't we do this as well? Um, which was this idea of practicing yeah. your faith or practicing your Christianity. Yeah. And there are some people who talk that way even. This is what struck me when you said it. It's like you talk to some people about, you know, um, what they believe or what they're connected to. And some people are like, oh, I practice, you know, uh, uh, practice Methodism or yeah. I practice huh. uh, uh, Catholicism. And people talk, I mean, people talk about that with like yoga. I mean, I think even, sure, you know, sure. in other places like, I think that's even what they call yoga. Like yoga is, it's a practice. It's a practice. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and I remember that used to like strike me weird when someone was talking about, you know, practicing Christianity and it's kind of like, well, that seems like a weird phrase. Aren't you yeah. just a Christian? Yeah. But really like the way they're talking about it is kind of more what we'd like to step into, which is that like, it's, a, it's, a, it's an active thing. Yeah. It's not, I mean, there's something about identity, right? Like to, to have the label Christian, that's good. Right. This is my identity. It's who I am. Right. Um, well, and, and, uh, okay. So in, in theological terms, hmm. you know, we talk, we talk in, well, in Lutheranism, we use the words that, that are used in the scriptures of uh, justification and sanctification. So justification being, being our relationship with, with God that we are justified mm-hmm. um, by grace through faith on account of Christ alone. That that we are we are forgiven and set free. That is totally passive. We can't do anything to earn it. He gives it. We don't merit it. Um, and and I think it. I, I think that that is where that's where Lutheran Christians are very comfortable. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, because, I mean, just historically, if you think of it, Luther had to make. I mean. It, that was the point of the Reformation, right? Catholicism was saying, "No, pay your way, you know, right. do your works, uh, penance, indulgences, do all this stuff." So Luther said, "No, that, like Paul speaks about justification um, by, by grace, grace through faith, yeah. you know." So, um, and not not just Paul, but the whole Scriptures. Um, so, so I think that's where that's where that's where our tradition defaults to. Right? Uh, it's not bad at all because salvation is what we need yeah. eternally. And it's really step one, right? You don't get to sanctification without, without justification. justification. Right. You're not going to go do and be a, a, a good Christian unless you understand that what has been done for you already came completely outside of yourself. Absolutely. Like it wasn't you, it was God. Yeah. 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 So, um, I'll cut, just cut that out, I guess. <laughs> Where are we at? How far into this so, thing? Somewhere in the middle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> justification, justification, 
comes before sanctification, but this is where our denomination. Yeah. Yeah. Are we still cutting this out? I or think are you so. wrapping stuff up? No. <laughs> were you talking? Uh, I think you were talking. I, I don't think so. Or was I? I you think were, we no, were, you said you said you can't. You have to. You have to have this before that. Yeah. 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 And uh, and then I think we we're just like agreeing basically with that notion. Right. So then sanctification. Sanctification is then what we would say the process of um, being made holy, you know? Mm-hmm. So sanctification comes from the word sanctus in Latin, meaning holy. And holy and then, means, and then holy means set, set apart. apart. So different. <laughs> yeah, set yeah. apart for a specific purpose. Right, right. So as a justified person, somebody who's received justification by grace through faith, and we're set apart from the world to act and be and look differently, which is what would... I mean, it's living like a Christian. What is living like a Christian? I mean, living like a disciple. What's a disciple doing? Learning, making more disciples, mm-hmm. being like Jesus, following Jesus. So, um, so kind of bringing all that back full circle. Like again, I, I think just in our our tradition, yeah. we 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 wrestle, and I've always wrestled too with anything that feels like 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 action, mm-hmm. like I. I I like, like I have to, to do something. Do. Yeah, right. And it seems like our sometimes our theology pushes back against that. Like, no, you don't have to do anything. Jesus did it for you. Right. True, <laughs> in, in terms of salvation. Right. But in terms of our relationship with the world and our neighbors' needs, mm-hmm. they need us to live like Christ. Yeah. So that they can also be justified. Mm-hmm. Right. Um. So how will they hear if nobody speaks, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, I just had I just did chapel with our uh, preschool kids here, and I read the story of the Good Samaritan. I mean, why does Jesus tell the story of the Good Samaritan? Who's my neighbor? Right? The I one mean, who did something right. for this guy. Right. And, and, and I was just thinking of that story because, you know, lest, lest anyone hear this and think that, you know, uh, that this isn't something that Jesus would condone, right? Going out uh, and being, you know, and doing. Yeah, the story of the Good Samaritan is... You have the people who would be considered the justified ones, yeah. uh, the priest and the Levite. Like those would be the ones who you'd think, well, of course they're right with God. Yeah. But here they are totally ignoring this, this great need yeah. uh, right in front of their face. So, yeah, so Jesus clearly is saying, well, of course, like, be justified. Know that, you know, I am your neighbor. Know that I am the one who laid down my life for you, right, yes. to be saved. But then, like, let that let that work in you what it wants to, which is... To spread that, to share right. that, right? Know? And um, I mean, in, in in our understanding of the scriptures, you know, you're never going to uh, you're never going to be apart from that justification. Mm-hmm. Okay, Christ will always that that is always yours. Mm. Um, so you're never going to be apart from it, um, but you will also never be perfectly sanctified. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you're never going to end up to be a perfect person. It's this kind of work in progress, but it's not like uh, it's not like an ascent to uh, some sort of higher status in relationship with Jesus or some sort of higher status in heaven. Like we're not we're not doing we don't do we don't do activity in order to get something in return right. ourselves. We simply we simply give to the world like Jesus gives to the world, not expecting anything in return because we don't need anything in return because we already have everything because we're justified. Yeah, right, you know? right, exactly. So, um, 
And I think it's helpful to remember that, uh, you know, like we will never reach any sort of perfect sanctification. Like to me, hearing that is also uh, useful when I think I'm not ready to go do this, you know, like uh, look at my life, you know. If I just get a little bit better, a then, little. Then maybe I'll be ready. Yeah. Yeah. But the reality is, Jesus kind of is saying to anyone who has been justified, yeah. which is all of you listening, yeah. right? Like, right. which is, you know, I mean, it's anyone who comes to Jesus yeah. and accepts what he has to offer, which is his forgiveness. Yeah. He's saying to, to all of those people, right. yeah, you're ready, man. You have, right. you have what it takes because you have me. Right. Well, I mean, I think, Kevin, you and I would even admit, like, I mean, we grew up in, we grew up in the church. Our, da- our dads are pastors. You know, mm-hmm. we've got this story, like, same kind of similar path, right? Right. Went to the seminary, learned to be pastors yeah. and, and all this stuff. And, like, sometimes I still get to the place where I look at my own life and I'm like, man, I don't, I, there are people in this church who I think know the Bible better than I do. Sure, yeah. You know, there, uh-huh. are, there are people that I, I feel like are living Christian lives that look better than my life, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, we all do this kind of comparison tactic and think like, right. I mean, and that's just, that's just Satan at work mm-hmm. saying, oh yeah, you must not be a child of God. Yeah. Right. You know, just go right to that core identity, you know? Oh, uh, you... Yeah, just not good enough. Not quite. Mm-hmm. Keep working on it, you know. And then it may, you know, it's like if we if we cling to that justification, if we cling to the baptism, the uh, that baptismal grace that we believe in, right. that God does that work of claiming us and choosing us and redeeming us and giving us new life, mm-hmm. um, and speaking His word that is authoritative into our lives to make us alive in His name, like. It's sending his Holy Spirit onto us, like the Almighty God who speaks and stuff appears. That is the God who lives in you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Every one of you. I mean, it's just like, like of course you're capable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And if there's anyone who wouldn't want, who who wouldn't want us to go out and spread this news, right, or spread right. this stuff that we have, it would be the devil, right? That's, I mean, that's kind of his goal is to keep as many kind of in his camp yeah. as he can to, to have more people just unaware of the freedom, uh, the forgiveness that we have yeah. uh, in Christ. And I think the other, the other piece of having, you know, maybe a, a checkered story or, you know, like yeah. a life that's not, that we feel, oh, that was not good enough. Well, actually, all of those spots where you feel like you aren't good enough those all become opportunities to speak to the grace that you know. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, in all of those, if you didn't have that, you'd almost be a worse witness. Because yeah. then the next guy you talk to is going to think, well, I'll never be like you. Yeah. You know? But if you say, hey, well, look, like I got this junk going on, but I also know that like there's a guy who's forgiven me. And that, I mean, that's the way that the Apostle Paul did ministry, right? I am, you know, chief of sinners, right? Right. I'm the, I'm the, I'm the worst among the sinners. Yeah. Right? If Jesus could choose me and work through me and change my life, why not? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? Yeah. Um. Now let's speak particularly about about making disciples, though. Okay. So, um, you have started putting some of this in into practice in in your own life in an intentional way. Mm-hmm. Um. Now, I, we don't want to undermine the fact that we do make disciples kind of the, 
the whole congregation. Um, sure, sure. Like just interrupt. even and, and even like oh. through this podcast. Like I mean, you guys, you're you're learning along with us. Right. Um, yeah. But but there there is something for all of us as just it's individual Christians mm-hmm. that command of Jesus to make make a couple disciples like intentionally. Mm-hmm. So you, I mean, you've been doing that with a couple of people, right? Yep. Um, I guess just the blanket kind of wide open question, like what, what have been any of the kind of joys or challenges of like in, in that process for you? Yeah. So I would say, uh, just to, to back it up to and give a little context, like this, all of this discipleship language for me is fairly new. Mm. Right. So like this wasn't something that I, you know, like you said, it's part of our tradition. It's just not something that's like on the forefront of it. I don't think, yeah. um, you know, trying to live it out and, 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 and the accountability piece of walking with somebody um, specifically about, hey, how's it going? How are, yeah. How's you know, the Christian walk going? Um, and so, uh, yeah, so this is all kind of new for me. And so stepping into it, I definitely had some of those feelings. Like, oh, I'm not ready to do this. But, yeah, what you learn is it's, it's, really, not, it's really not overcomplicated because all it is is you and another Christian walking together and sharing the joys and challenges yeah. of your own lives and your own attempts to you know, listen to Jesus and, and, and embody him. So, so one of the joys for me, um, uh, which was actually reciprocated by one of the, uh, I'm still getting used to the disciple language, but one of my disciples. Yeah. Right. And that, I know that feels weird to say it. Yeah. A person that I'm teaching. Right. 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 Yeah. Um, was, uh, was just, um, the depth of kind of relationship that gets formed uh. when you walk like this yeah. with people. Right. Because you have, I'm assuming you have all sorts of friends, uh, listeners at home. I don't know. I, I have all sorts of friends where, like, we don't get super deep in conversation, uh-huh. you know? And it's guys I've known my whole life. Yeah. Um, I mean, maybe once in a decade right. around a campfire, real late, we'll say it, and then finally people, like, open up. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but, like, the point of these discipleship relationships, like, it doesn't, you don't have to go very far to, when you're talking about, you know, trying to model Jesus or how he's impacting your life to get to, you know, oh, how's things going with your wife? Yeah. You know, how's things going with your family? Yeah. I mean, these are like the significant things of your life that really yeah. matter. Yeah. But maybe we don't find space to talk about them. Yeah. Um, so one of the joys, yeah, has really been just uh, kind of the closeness that you feel with a person in walking with them spiritually in this way. Um, and it's and it's on both sides. So like, um, you know, one of my disciples has kind of shared, yeah, uh, just where he's at in his marriage and, you know, some, some uh, challenges there. And, and it gives me the opportunity to say, hey, man, yeah, I'm there too. Yeah. Like, you know, and, and he's good about asking me as well, like, how's it going for you? And, yeah. Um, yeah, so so I would say definitely one of the joys is just that uh, uh, the closeness that you, you bond with another another Christian. Um, and you really feel that brotherhood or maybe that sisterhood in a deep way uh, that, we, that we talk about uh, being in the faith. Uh, one challenge I would say, though, is um, <laughs> it's kind of reminding yourself. And this, you really start to at least feel like you get how Jesus must have felt a few times uh, and that's the slowness uh, of the discipleship process yeah. right so Jesus spent three years with these guys yeah. you know in the Bible and of course they all flee when he's like at the most critical moment yeah right um, and, and, and for myself too you know uh, it's not only like you have hopes and, and goals right for those who you're discipling because there's kind of this recognition that okay, maybe there's a little more depth of faith or, like, I have a little more experience and I can impart that and share that with you and I want to see you, like, make a stride here or there. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. And it's tough and it's slow going, especially when it comes to, you know, 
just habitual ways about yourself you try and change because yeah. you realize God's saying look dude that's not good for you right and change this it's, and it's, that's a joy to hear anyone say like yeah. that acknowledgement but then to to actually start living it out it's slow and uh, but I've also realized you know there's there's slowness even for me in um, I don't know even in my own uh, way of discipling like I'm new yeah. to this and so like I think over time I'll, I'll feel a little bit more adept and more like, okay, I kind of know what I'm doing now. Right. Um, so, but there's just, but that's life with people, right? Right. Like it's a little slow and, um, yeah, it's a patient walk. When I, I know that too. I mean, when I, when I started this process myself, you know, in 2016, uh, you know, I think I got the initial kind of same homework that, that Dr. Kim likes to give out to people. Like we'll start, you know, start discipling three people, you know? And I'm like, I got a whole church. Like, I don't know how to, how do I, I don't even know how to, like, I don't want to do it, any of this stuff, you know? So it took me probably two years, three years maybe, to even just, like, kind of start to figure out what this meant, the way that I would do it, the, you know, everything. And I mean, Bryant admitted on the podcast last last week that he and I worked together for two or three years uh, before he ever started like mm-hmm. kind of reciprocating that. So mm-hmm. like, I mean, sometimes sometimes it just it takes off. Sometimes it doesn't. I mean, that's just the way it goes, you know. I mean, but I, I think there there is something about um, specifically praying mm-hmm. that God that that we would desire to do the Great Commission, mm-hmm. you know. Like you, you either desire to do what Jesus has asked you to do or you don't like, yeah. but I mean, that's kind of a, again, not in terms of salvation, right? You are saved, but in terms of what Jesus has asked you to do in this world, like yeah. you're either going to do it or you're, or you're not like, I mean, that there's not really an in between. Oh, and it, I mean, when like, we call him Lord too, right? I know. Like that's something that it's another word like disciple for me where I'm like, oh, I don't really use it ever. What does that mean? I was like, oh shoot. That means like. It's not just that you're suggesting this for me. Like, you're commanding this yeah. of me, right? Yeah. And Jesus, but Jesus only commands what's good for us. Right, right. And that's, like, uh, that's something to come to grips with, too, to, like, to trust him enough to, when he says, yeah, do this, that it's actually good. Yeah. Like, that he's a loving Lord, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so, I mean, so, again, pray, like, pray specifically. I desire to do the Great Commission, Jesus. I, I desire to make disciples. Teach me how, you know? Yeah. Give me yeah. somebody to disciple me. Provide that. Let me see the opportunities. Let me ask somebody. You know, let me see the people around me that, that either don't know Jesus or know him a little bit and need to, you know, walk maturely and mm-hmm. invite them into a conversation. And mm-hmm. I, I think you'll be amazed what, what God will do, you know? For sure. Um, that that specific specificity of the prayer, it, it changes changes your perspective on uh, what God is doing around you. So. Mm, totally. Yeah. 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 And it's exciting. I mean, really, in, 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 like you said, Jesus wants what's good for you. And even this discipleship, you know, journey with people, like already I've experienced, and this is in short spans of time, yeah. you know, like this, this closeness with people. And I, the one real joy I'm like, I'm longing for is, you know, we talk about in, in discipleship, not only uh, walking with other Christians that we know, yeah. but then part of it becomes... God opened my eyes to people who have never even heard about you, yeah. or have heard but have no idea who you are. Yeah. You know, and uh, and and then we kind of hold each other accountable as disciples and and disciple makers. Like, let's be doing that yeah, yeah, yeah. as well. And and that's like, 
I just, man, to have that experience of like watching someone come to know who Jesus is yes. and, and understand that they're forgiven and free. Yes. And, and sometimes we relearn that along the way too. Oh and that's goodness. just as, you know, exciting to watch. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, I think these, when you talk about Jesus wanting what's best for us, man, I just think that would be something in life that, that's got eternal value, you know? Like, yep. what else can you do in your life that's going to have an impact of, of that longevity? Right. You know? Right. So, yes. Anyways. Awesome. Discipleship. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. Go and be disciples and disciple makers. And, um, and, and again, like, uh, those of you listening, if you don't, if you don't know who to ask um, to disciple you, um, let us let us know. Um, we know some people, and we've worked with some people, and um, and uh, I think we could get some relationships built out and some some uh, some groups to make this an intentional part of of being. So, uh, if any of you live at a distance and don't live locally, I'm planning on starting a, an online discipleship uh, group uh, coming up. And in, in, uh, I don't know, I don't know when. I'm still working on developing that, but uh, in the next couple of months for sure. So let me know. Um, we'd be happy to do that with you. So, uh, Kevin, as always, it's been good to uh, conversate with you and have a blessed rest of your day. You too, brother. <laughs>